I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow. I like beer. It helps me unwind, and sometimes it makes me feel mellow. Makes him feel mellow. Welcome to I Like Beer, the podcast, where we discuss great beers and the stories that go with them. I'm your host, Jeff. And I'm your host, Jeff. And we continue the summer of Jeff. Summer of Jeff. Just Jeff's. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you made it too. <laughs> Friends, you love it. just be the summer of Jeff, not yeah. the summer of Jeff's. Yeah, it's got to be the plural. Yeah. And I'll meet you somewhere this summer. We're going to meet up in Bend, Oregon. Bend, Oregon. Exactly. So we'll have yeah. more fun there. Yeah. And an IPA or two, because Most they likely. are still IPA crazy yeah, in Bend, having been there recently. But we'll find some other great stuff as well. I'm excited. Including, we got to find some Ruby Red from McMenamins. We will. I will bring some as well. Well, we can just go to their McMenamins as well. They have one there too. We're friends who love good beer and telling stories, so we turned it into a podcast. And uh, today on podcast, two things. Uh, first, important, it is National Hug Your Kid Day today, so right. go ahead and do that. Um, but more importantly, since we uh, uh, kind of stick within our theme, it is uh, National Yellow Pig Day. Yellow Pig Day? Yeah, I'm not, I don't know what a yellow pig is, but it is National Yellow. It's their day today. It's the Yellow Pig's Day. All right. So I have research to do. I have yeah, no I idea what a I yellow would, pig is. I don't know. It's clearly something. They get a whole day. They have a whole day. It seems weird that they get a whole day, but we don't know what they are. Because we've had why. like weird. We didn't know there was a day for that. Like straight. I think there was a stapler day. Yeah. Uh, that's a weird to have a day, but I know what a stapler is. Fair. But I, yeah, no, I, that maybe that's why. Maybe they're trying to um, improve or increase uh, knowledge of the yellow pig. I don't know. Teach. And you know what? At the fair. I always walk through the pig area. Yeah. I've never seen a yellow pig. Mm, that's interesting. At least it wasn't labeled as such, and it was not that color. That's that's fascinating. Right. I, mean, I did not even look. think about it. I will be looking next year. Teachers by day, beer drinkers by night, not swine experts at this Most point. Most definitely. Yeah. Bacon experts. <laughs> <laughs> but not swine experts. <laughs> that's a follow-up question. How's the bacon? Yeah. What's the what yellow, the, yellow pig's bacon taste like? Jim Gaffigan joke. Yeah. A pig like is a magical animal. Yeah, it is you true. Feed, you, you feed it an apple and it turns it into bacon. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Lucky enough to live in North County, San Diego, California, beer mecca. Within a beer mecca, please pour yourself a beer Pull up a bar stool and join us. Hey, everybody. Don't be a freaking manus. Buy me a beer, not a freaking coffee. Go to ilikebeerthepodcast.com and click on buy me a coffee and then buy me a beer, which is gracias. That's buy me a beer. We need you to click on the link and the website. Support us. Help us keep this podcast going. Five bucks makes a difference when a bunch of you do it. Much appreciated. ilikebeerthepodcast.com. And the links are there, and the the deal on hoodies is outrageous. It is. I know it's the middle of summer right now, but it is. Gonna I think get cold it costs again. us money to sell stuff I, I'm on our sure website. It does. It does. Was it twenty five bucks, twenty four ninety eight or something? Yeah, something like that for a hoodie. Yeah, because I have multiple colors now. It does, and they're I, lovely colors. Because every time I look at it and yeah. check, I'm like, well, how do I not have another hoodie? Yeah. I've been told recently I don't need another. I like beer. The podcast really? hoodie, and that's of course a lie or misinformation. That is misinformation. Yeah. I don't want to say a lie. That can no. get me in a lot of trouble by the person that's been telling me that. But anyways, I like beerthepodcast.com, online store, sign up for the newsletter, check out the gallery, links to the episodes, and you find out what we've been doing and what we've been drinking. True. Because we're going to have some summer picks. We're going to be doing some drinking and some traveling. So yeah, it should be a lot of fun. But before we hit traveling, let's drink something local. Yes. This is from our friends over at Belching Beaver that, that packed us up with beer before we left our interview there. Great interview. Check it out. Episode about three or four weeks ago. 
Um, this is jamming out. Just when I just look at the description, blackberry vanilla, barrel aged American wild ale, Ugandan vanilla beans, blackberries. Sounds delicious. Let's open it. Not much of a pop on opening. No, I'm not judging it by that. I'm just making a statement that usually we get a better sound effect. Maybe Mateo will put a fake sound effect in there. It's still got enough Although carbonation. It, yeah, coming it's out certainly carb. So. It's not a lack of carbonation. Yeah. Maybe it was the opener. That might have been a me problem. What's interesting too on this, if you look at the first of all, it's got a kind of a really cool label, but it's the Belching Beaver from their Pub 980 series. I didn't realize that was that's kind of cool because Pub 980 is kind of our go to for Belching Beaver. Best wings. Oh, it, you're right. Oh, you know what? I had your wings the other day. Your wings are pretty close. Oh. <laughs> Your wings are pretty close. I, I'm a, my, mine are dry rub chili lime. Oh, they're so good. Yeah. They were really good. They came they, out terrific. They were fantastic. I went, no, I went home and I'm like, told Gary, we didn't know how to make his wings. Because his <laughs> wings, those are the best wings I've had. I got you. I got, I'm not telling everyone right here. But I'll, I got you. Yeah. You know, and also uh, uh, Cody Thompson, he's, he's a big fan of the Old Bay. Yeah. We and are. I did make wings with old, just old, regular, old traditional Bay. Old Bay. They were good too. I yeah. like these better than the chili yeah. lime, but the old bay was. I'd be willing to try the. He old was bay right. Ones. That was a good way to make them. What do you think? The smell on this. Yeah, got the blackberry. I don't pick up any vanilla on the nose. Wild the the wild ale comes out. You can definitely, you know? yeah, the wild ale. Ooh, that's that's really. You know, it's funny. I was. That's because really of the, good. it is very because of the title jamming out, I was expecting it to be jammier. To be honest with you, I bet it will as it warms up. Uh, a little. We'll see because it, it's it's actually pretty light in terms of the taste. Like it's it's got a. I'm going to use the word effervescent in terms mm-hmm. of with the carbonation and the, everything else. We um, had last week. We had the Funhouse by uh, Sudworks. Yes. I think it was a raspberry sour, and that that had much more of the berry and yeah. and less tart. This one's more tart, less berry. Right. But it's really it is good still, still very good. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't make it a bad. It's just that's that's the tasting notes. That's all I got for you. No, it's it's. I like it a lot because it's it's it's. You refreshing. do like tart beers, but this yeah, is tar- tart but dry. It, that's a good s. Yes. It's got yeah. a dry finish. It is tart. Mm-hmm. It's it's actually a tartar. I don't know if that's a word other than the stuff that's on your teeth. Um, then the beer we had last week. Um, but it's it's uh it's it's really good. I like I would it a lot. definitely pick some of these up. I'd like to pick up four of these and put two in the, the fridge. Yeah. And, let and then put two in the little cellar. And let them sit. Cellar by is code for the cedar box I have in the back of my closet. Yeah, you know, it is um, what it is. Uh, okay, so I'd like to put a couple aside and see what happens to them. Because we, we have noticed that that some beers yeah, as they age a little bit and change. Yeah. Some get better. Some just get different. I've never had and one. It does get, actually say store in a dark, cool place. So there you have it. Yeah, like a cedar box in the like back your, of my like closet. Like your, your closet. Um, I've never had a beer get worse that I've stored. Mm, no. I remember we had Raul from um, Guadalupe here, and he had had that beer that he, there was a very special one that he brought in. He's like, yeah, there's only so many bottles of this left. And he, he said they've had it at different times, and it's been, it's fluctuated. Right. And when we had it, it was amazing. Yeah. And he was impressed, too. He's like, oh, I didn't know it was going to be as good. <laughs> like, I almost felt like he was a little regretful yeah. <laughs> that he brought it to share with us. Like he thought it would be he, good, he like but not that good. And he probably should have shared this with friends, but we're his friends. Uh, yes, we are. He was our absolute first interview. 
He was because we didn't have a podcast yet. We just pretended <laughs> just we did. And, and, he, people. and he, <laughs> we just told him, Hey, we're here. Oh, you didn't know we were coming. Yeah. And, uh, Do you know, he was are? nice enough or, or he, he foolish down, enough. He sat down with us for a while. So it was yeah. very nice. Yeah. And what a great story he's got. Yeah, he does have a great story, but that's not what this is about. No. Okay. We have a beer in hand. It's time for toast, roast and pour one out. What you got? All right. So in, in, in uh, kind of to keep in line with the themes of the week and where we're going here, um, and people will get to gradually see the themes, but um, mine are all going to be animal related, all my toast, okay. roast, and pours. So, um, and big toast for me, one of my favorite parts of summer. In fact, uh, one of our listeners, Rod, he sent us a little, a little message the other day about, hey, it's uh, bull shark season. Stay in your lane. Uh, I'm telling you right now, shark beer week is coming and shark week is coming. That's like my favorite time of the year. It's just to sit and watch all the new Shark Week stuff. Sharks so, are going off right now. And sharks are having a summer. <laughs> they've heard, uh, apparently sharks are listening to the podcast over the yeah. last few years, yeah. and they've heard us say sharks are part of a healthy yeah. uh, biosystem. Uh, you know, shark attacks are super rare and and not deadly, and sharks are nothing to be scared of. They heard that, and they called bullshit on yeah, that. They have. Well, I also feel like shark on that. we're going to talk about it here in a little bit, but I, I feel like they're like, Oh, the orca are getting a lot of press. <laughs> Somebody forgot about us. And they are. Yeah. So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. they're back so, with a vengeance. So they came back. Yeah. But anyways, we'll talk about that in a little bit. But that's my toast. My toast is that it is shark. It is the summer of shark. Uh, summer of Jeff. Uh, shark beer week is coming. Shark week is coming. So. All right. I'm going to do a little beer beer toast. All right. Uh, San Diego. 13 new breweries and tasting rooms coming yeah, up crazy. throughout the summer. You know, Brandon Hernandez has done some some reporting on that. So thank you, Brandon, as always. Among them, our friends over at Stave and Nail are yeah. reopening. They they were here right before they shut things down for a total redo, remodel, apparently rebranding because they're reopening as Prey Brewing. Right. And their specialty sours are, I mean, we talk about buying this Belching Beaver, uh, jamming out and, and storing some away. And, and for special occasions, you bring this out as a tasting beer, like, hey, gather around. This right. is going to be special. All their beers are that. Yeah. Right. Well, if, if you remember... When they were open over there right next to Rip Current, it was, they were open like every other I have no idea weekend. when they were open. Like, I was you never... had to check it. it was, but when you went, it was packed and it was an occasion and, and stuff. But um, yeah, so it's kind of cool that they're actually going to have a, a, a an actual location. I mean, obviously Prey Brewing right in downtown Vista. Um, and it's going to be, uh, I mean, I'll, I'm not stealing your thunder on this, but uh, restaurant and it and. Based on, I was saying they, their consulting chef is the same guy who helped uh, do viewpoints, which to me is probably yeah, one of the best. Yes, um, Ooh, we got to do our end of summer. It's it, I don't want to talk about the end of summer. Right, in the middle of summer. Yeah, that, that's yeah, bad that's taste. Too too early. But the one thing that make well, two things make the end of summer not only bearable, but I get excited for. We always go to viewpoint for right. a quick quick talk with Mo. Yep, and football starts. That's fair. But yeah, this is opening in August. Downtown Vista. I'm excited. Rich get richer. What a blessed life. What a blessed life. Yeah, no, it's, right. it's, I can't, actually, I'm really excited for this because again, they're they're You take that uh, level of beer, but then with it, that, if he, if they bring the same food level, of, like a, like a, like a viewpoint. Um, he also, it's interesting. I went to evolution um, recently and the one, there's the, the one that's over in Bressy ranch in Carlsbad. And, um, 
their food menu, menus changed a little bit, but he was also there. So he was when it, initially because they used to have some unbelievable stuff there, and uh, and he yeah, was. Why like, don't we have him on the show? Yeah, like, we should try. This and get guy him. apparently is a genius at pairing yeah, yeah, beers yeah. with we food. Should. We should try and once they connect up over there, we should reconnect with them as they open up and and, and see what we can do. Um, I don't have anything for roasts. I, I got no roasts. Summer's good. I got one. Okay. Um, because I just saw this and, and wanted to share it with you. Uh, I don't know how many people actually after we already, because we talked about each one, every one of these things. So first there was cocaine bear. Okay. Yes. Then cocaine shark came out. The cocaine next, shark. Cocaine okay. shark came out. I didn't know that. Now, I missed out. I missed out. The on next that. one is coming because the first poster for Crackcoon has been released. Holy shit. That's a great, I got to take a picture of that. <laughs> you can have it. Um, Crackcoon. Let me give the read. It's going to, the here it says when a synthetically altered street drug is discarded in the woods by a drug dealer during a car chase with police, the fallout proves nothing less than horrific. When an innocent raccoon eats it, transforming into a nightmarish killing machine straight from the bowels of hell with unsuspecting campers, tourists and residents of a mountain community, all in close proximity to the epicenter. No one is safe from the monsters unrelenting <laughs> rampage crack coon. And at the top of the top, it says the crack tagline. kills crack kills is the tagline. <laughs> crack kills. How far do you think they're going to take this? Imagine a world. <laughs> <laughs> How far are they We're going raccoons. to take that? That uh, this series is just going to keep going because, but but honestly, crack cocaine bear sounds cocaine crackoon sounds pretty cool. Oh, so anyways, yeah. I, I, I hate I to roast that. I probably should have toasted. it. I'm not it. watching Cocaine Shark, but yeah. I will watch Crackoon. I probably should have toasted it, but at the same point, I'm. Like, I think I've run into oh. crackoons when I was yes. about 18, 17, 18 years old. I, when I first was dating my wife. Yeah. Uh, I was invited on a camping trip with her parents up to the local woods, and uh, you know I was. You know, we were just dating. I'm not going to sleep in the same tent as the family. So I took my stuff up separate. I'm like, well, I don't sleep in a tent. I sleep on a cot right, right by a fire. Yeah. I'm a mountain man at right. 17 or 18. But I woke up in the middle of the night to a family of raccoons that were getting into stuff. And I sat up to scare them off. And they all went, yeah. they all got up on their hand yeah. legs and started hissing and snapping at me. So I just curled up in my sleeping <laughs> bag and thought, Thought good thoughts. Please go away. Yeah, raccoons are not the nicest to begin yeah. with. And those are raccoons. And then you give them crack. Holy cow! Yeah, don't get that. You know, that's pe- people forget that. You don't give crack to, to raccoons or any animals, really. Just don't. Don't. And that's people are always forgetting that. All right, that's what I'm roasting. That people who gave crack to the coons, the raccoons, <laughs> and not um, the actual movie. Because I, I mean, really, I guess if it's making money, you just keep. keep yeah, it's like Indiana Jones. You just keep spitting them out. <laughs> And what about a poor? Well, this one's interesting. I, I don't know how it falls under the poor, um, but it's more of a question because this guy posed a question. So I'm going to read his scenario here. So um, we've entered a new realm. Pours as questions. Well, yeah, it's kind of a. What's well, it's also kind right, of. You a, give me the question. I'll it's also out kind of a, a PSA. It's a PSA. Kind of goes along with cr- the crackcoon thing, but this sounds like it might be real world. Um, it sticks along with the animals um, because basically, um, this guy was sending out. You know, to the if you have problems, where's the place you should go? You go to the internet, right? Because people there are going to give you the fullest solutions. Full, yes, exactly. So he says, "Hey, I have a problem with a seagull at work." Okay, where does he work? I, I, well, he's a line cook, so he works oh, at a restaurant. Okay. All right. He says he goes and smokes by the dumpsters a few times a day, sure. and they get Dumpster seagulls. Smoke. Yeah, they get seagulls in their parking lot. Uh, he says, "Crack it's a, seagulls." It's a well-known restaurant, almost. And uh, he says uh, a lot of times tourists are, are sloppy with their stuff and, um, you know, tourists are feeding the seagulls and so on and everything else. And so the seagulls get uh, used to people. He says a few weeks ago, one of the gulls swooped down and took his cigarette from him. 
He goes, he, he, he thought, he goes, I think he thought it was a French fry and thought it was funny and went about his day. But he says, it's happened a few times since then. And now the same guy, he, he, and he knows it's the same guy, the same, I'm sorry, the same, same seagull. He knows it's the same seagull because he says he's got a dark spot on his chest. He's nicknamed and we call him the pestilence, the seagull. <laughs> um, and he says he's concerned now that the seagull has become addicted to nicotine. Okay. And uh, he says, now, does the seagull, it takes the cigarette. Does it go smoke the cigarette? I, I don't know what happens at that point, but like, here, the here's mon- his, like there's all the videos again. Where do you go for answers? Internet. Internet. Yeah. And there you can find smoking monkeys. Well, this is what he's saying. He, he, he basically says he's not sure, but he thinks he's addicted because he says he's at the dumpsters the same time every day at his breaks, like sitting there looking for his fix. Um, yeah, he's he, totally addicted. Yeah. And so this guy, I mean, this guy's a good guy. Cause he says, you know, this isn't good for the seagull. And, and I'm, he's getting mad because he's like, first of all, quit bumming off me. Cause these cigarettes are expensive. <laughs> and, uh, so he's, his question to everyone is, do I quit smoking? Um, because he says, I'll, I'll try and make noise and appear to large to scare off the pestilence, but he gets it all. Um, and so he's trying to figure out what do I do? What do I do? So he, he, he's like basically saying, Hey, he goes, I know this is stupid. He says, I'm being bullied by a seagull. Um, (laughs) and and he says the same seagull also stole a $10 bill from his coworker. Um, Oh yeah. To buy more cigs. Yeah. So he said, he says where they live is very rural. We don't have animal rescues and animal control just laughed when we called. (laughs) And so any advice would be welcome. Um, he says, he goes, and yes, I am serious. Um, he says, he goes, the seagull sucks, but I care about wildlife and he's probably too young to be smoking. Pour one out for smoking. Pour so, one, yeah. Pour one out for all of them. Seagulls. Or the deal. We have a deal. Yeah. Right. The seagulls get to shit on everything. And yeah. It's like the Seinfeld episode and there's but, a deal. There is a deal. But I just thought that was kind of funny. Like this, this seagull, this poor guy's out there having to smoke seagull. And now the seagull's like stealing money. He's just bowling <laughs> these workers. I can just imagine it like in the, like a sitcom or, or a movie like hey, crack seagull. Um, and they're just bowling these guys and stealing money from them. Like, what are you going to do about it? <laughs> now, we didn't see this, but we do have the answer. Fishing line. That is true. We did figure that out at our school. Look it up. It is. Listeners fishing, line, fishing line, line is, solves is the seagull look, problems. It is true. Look it up. It is true. It is true. Um, they'll teach you how. It will. There you go. Come here for answers. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Toast Roast. Pour one out. Right here, we should be playing Doc's Wild Thing theme music. But, <laughs> but, all right, so Doc, you know, he's uh, he's in Indonesia. Bali or somewhere. Bali, he, sent, he sent us a great message. So, yes. did he send us pictures? No. From Bali? No. no he did he send us, us, tell us what he's been drinking? No. No. Did he ship anything home for us? Not yet. What, did he, not what did he send us? He sent us pictures of the instructions from within the restroom yeah. for the Asian bum gun. All the different toilets they have yeah, the there so toilets. far. Yes. That's what he sent us yes, picture. Yes. The so, bum gun? The bum gun. <laughs> the squatty and, potty? And the squatty potty and, and all of that. One so, was just a hole in the ground. So, the, I mean, ground, but, you don't even have to use your imagination. Yeah. There's a hole. Use it. So we're saying right now he's he's in Indonesia uh, investigating and exploring alternative. He better um, come back with the great stories because yeah. he's not sending us anything. But right. the, except the except bum gun, which basically was a garden hose yeah. with the with the nozzle, yeah. the old fashioned miniature fire, yeah, fire hose. hose, like so you can adjust the volume yeah. um, that goes in through a hole through the shack. 
Yeah. No, it's uh, it's an interesting. It hangs one. on a hook. I'm trying to find. Actually, no, I'm a poor man's find, bidet. Because the description of it was pretty good. Oh, here it is. Uh, the description of it is pretty good. It's called the bum gun, and it says, "What is it? It's the water hose that's beside the toilet." Um, and why we should you use it? It's more hygienic. It uses less paper, and it leaves you feeling fresher afterwards. Uh, how do you use it? It says, take the hose in your right hand and reach between your legs. Angle the hose and spray gently. You tilt to the right side and use the left hand to assist the cleaning process. That part I don't understand. Um, and if necessary, use a little paper to dry off. Um, and there you have it. That's Clean it. as a whistle. Clean as a whistle. Um, not to be confused with the squatty potty. The squatty potty, how to use that? You pull out the step from the toilet so it's comfortable to place feet in a raised position. Number two, let loose. Let loose. There you go. So that's what Doc's been doing. So needless to say, I'm hijacking. Even when he's not here, he's talking shit. He is. Fair, fair enough. I'm hijacking Wild Thing this week. Right. Because we get, the animals have been going off. I'm going to suggest we we make a combo here. Since okay. he's not, if he was here, he could use Wild Thing to explain what in the wide, wide world of sports is going on with animals. Yeah. But he's not. So this is Wild Thing. What the f***? What the whiskey? First off, I'm going to start with a, a simple one before we get into the whole um, sharks and orca thing that's happening. But first of all, I don't know if you guys have heard about Nigel. Nigel's a parrot. Um, Nigel was uh, basically he I'm trying to say how to explain this thing, but he was uh, he had a British born owner. Um, and of course he had Nigel. Yes, Nigel. And uh, so he but he disappeared and he dis- disappeared four years ago from a Southern California home. And uh, when he was found and returned to uh, his owner, he was speaking Spanish. So, Ooh. yeah, it's very interesting. <laughs> so so they, they found the bird. They turned it over to the vet who found the yeah, owner well, by well, accessing the microchip. I have a question. Okay. Was he speaking Spanish with a British accent? That's fair to know. I don't, I don't know about that. But here's, here's the story on it. That would be they actually, lovely to know if you could do a little be. more I'm research. I'm going to see if they, they got it. So basically, he said he was super excited when he got the, um, um, the, the, the bird back. He says, but all of a sudden, they, this happened in Torrance up in like L.A. area, right? Oh, there was this a, time of year. Yeah, a family member emailed the paper because they heard about Nigel's return. And they said, hey, this, uh, this bird flew away from our home earlier this month. So they, these people had um, purchased the parrot at a garage sale, and they called him Morgan, obviously because of the bird that's that has the the, the rum that has the parrot on the label. Oh, okay, uh, I did it, not know that. And it learned Spanish from their Guatemalan-born grandfather. So that was that. So and, it wasn't. Just, it was. It wasn't what we might know in Torrance as Spanglish. No, it was no, this was a legit. Guatemalan yeah. dialect yeah. or a version so, of. So okay. basically this bird had become a good friend of the grandfather who was 86 years old. Um, and, uh, and they formed a bond and, um, and this is the part that sounded really cool to me. Cause this is the part that made me like, well, maybe we should get a parrot. Uh, so Morgan, he also knows the first bars of the theme song from the movie, the good, the bad, the ugly. Okay. That's pretty sweet. That's, that is that. Uh, if I had a parrot, if I was going to have a yeah, parrot, yeah, that is now a must. Yeah, and then he also knew the names of the uh, the, the family's three dogs. <laughs> he actually could bark like them, and then he also would imitate the beeping sounds of the early morning trash truck. So, so needless to say, actually, this guy after he got the bird back, gifted it back to the family because oh, yeah. it had meant so much to this That's older nice. gentleman and everything else. So it had a nice ending to it, but I just thought that was pretty funny. Like, like parrots are pretty sweet. Really. When you think about it, this parrot started off, had a British born owner, British accent, 
find, gets found by a family, learns Spanish, learns the good, the bad, and the yeah, ugly. See, now this is a nice version because before you had the parrots that just did all the cussing. Yeah, yeah, no, no, this is this so, shows. So Nigel yeah. slash Morgan has totally redeemed the parrot. The parrot. Yeah. All right. Not to be outdone with feral hogs. So this is the story of feral hogs now. So feral hogs. Is there another kind? They're obviously a massive problem all over the place. Uh, massive problem in the United States. But apparently in Australia, they're, they're one of the most invasive species they have there. And they said they've done uh, damage to almost like 40% of the country in which they reside, which sounds like a lot of it. Um, they said that, that experts are saying there's probably 24 million feral hogs across Australia. That's crazy. Oh, feral hogs. Feral hogs. Yeah. Okay. Um, and they have called, done all kinds of just terrible stuff. Um, this, but, not, this story makes so much more sense now. I, w- I had a bird brain from the parrots. Oh, yeah. Because I said feral hawks. Oh, feral I'm hawks. I'm like, I didn't know there was another kind. Feral hogs makes a, are they, are they yellow hogs? It doesn't say, Uh-oh. it didn't say Flash what color the hogs are. La- yeah, last Those week's. Are pigs. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, feral but hogs. this one's actually the story of. Yeah, I imagine they do all kinds of damage. Go ahead. One feral hog in particular. Doesn't have a name because uh, he's feral. Um, but anyways, it says that, uh, hogs, this one hog basically just went on a bender. It says it took out, he got into a camp and, uh, managed to make off with 18 cans of beer that was left out by a camper. So he pounded the 18 cans or drank the 18 cans of beer, this feral mm-hmm. hog. Um, then he, after he got good and drunk, the hog did what, you know, probably most people do after drinking 18 a beers. Long piss. He got hungry. Oh, oh. Right, <laughs> so he started looking for food. He started going through trash cans, digging around for a snack to soak up all that alcohol, right? Also, like a human, he got a little liquid courage because he had a few drinks in him. And then he saw a cow and decided to start a fight with a cow. (laughs) Um, And this, like a camper actually witnessed it. And they said there were some other people camped right on the river and they saw him come running around their vehicle being chased by the cow. So he went after the cow and obviously didn't, couldn't take the cow. Yeah. And then he says it finally went around and around and then went into the river, swam across the river. Um, And at that point uh, he went, realized he's in the river and he's like, wait, there are crocodiles here in the river. Uh, So he managed to somehow get out on the other side. And then he basically ended up, he just passed out. Uh, under a log on the riverbank, and he slept it off and woke up the next morning probably with a big hangover. Yes. So anyways, feral hogs. That would have been fun to yeah. uh, to witness if I wasn't too close. Because I, I have been next to a feral hog on Catalina Island. Yeah, they sound very scary. And they were nasty and scary. And one on a bender. You talk about Crackcoon, that's the next movie right there. We just nailed it. Feral hog. Crack, crack up. No, we got it. Crack's been done. We're going to we're gonna have to wordsmith that yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah meth hog or something. Mm. There, it. Don't give away all our ideas for free. Yeah, we shouldn't. Um, and yeah, then we, fi- won't, we'll have, we won't have to ask people to give us five bucks on the uh, buy me a beer on the website. I like beerthepodcast.com. Yeah. If we if we get meth hog out in studios. it's It actually could happen. If Crackcoon goes big, meth yeah. hog is not going to be far behind. So, And then that gets leads us to the one that we started talking about this whole conversation. Heroin hog. Oh, that's I'm workshopping. Better. That is even yeah. better. I like yeah. the alliteration. Smack hog. Yeah. <laughs> Smack hogs, pretty Smack good. Smack hog is pretty good. Yeah, I like that. Right down, right down. Yeah, um, copyright that thing. Um, the oceans, right? Our, our good, oh, our good friend. Um, I, I've, I know you've done a deep dive. <laughs> Ugh. Sorry, that was that's fair. That was the smack. 
That was the crack what, talking on that joke. What, what's, um, what's Costanza say? The sea was angry that day, my friends. <laughs> the sea was angry that day, my friends. So, yeah. That seems like what's going on. So we talked earlier in the show about sharks. So the first first one I saw, I mean, there have been sharks all over now, but this one came out. They were they're trying to film apparently um, Planet 2 or whatever on Netflix, and they were out doing a document a docuseries in Hawaii, and um, the uh, the sharks started going after the inflatables and biting holes in the inflatables. <laughs> Um, and, and they, uh, were able to make it to beat the, to, to the beach, fortunately enough. But, uh, that, that's kind of crazy. They said, they, they said, I, my favorite part of the quote of the whole thing was suffice it to say, we didn't get any underwater shots that day. <laughs> so, so that was kind of crazy when so you th- if you're the, if you're the film crew, yeah. maybe you already have a little trepidation about going out into shark infested waters. Well, that, that's that. Uh, yeah, that's like the worst of, sound ever of the inflatable. Yeah. That's a bad sound no. if you're just in a river that's six feet deep yeah. and moving a little fast, right? Because I've been there. But this says that they were like 100 meters from the beach, which isn't a long way, but in the middle of shark infested waters, it is. If there's sharks between yeah. you and the shore, yeah, yeah. so. But anyways, I just thought that that was kind of crazy. So like the sharks are doing that, and then not to be outdone, I don't know if you guys have seen this, but the orca, the orca, the lovely orca, the, our favorite orca. Um, our, I don't know, born and raised in San Diego County. Yeah. We've always believed orca are friends and, and they may be, but I think at some point they decided, Hey, enough's enough. We're taking it back. That's why we call them orca. Yeah. Where the rest of the world calls them killer whales. Exactly. So a lot of this is happening off of Spain. Um, but orca have been attacking yachts and boats, basically ripping rudders off boats and all this other kind of stuff. Crazy stuff. Well, here, here's where I started doing some research on this, and I was like, holy cow, um, this is where the wild thing comes out. Turns out the whale that kind of started this orca uprising, that's what I'm calling it, the orca uprising, yeah. by the way. <laughs> that's another great movie, orca <laughs> uprising. The, the whale's name is White Gladys. So obviously they've seen this one before. Well, when White Gladys, White Gladys began attacking these, she's pregnant. So when you think about this, White Gladys has been doing this, and then they even said she's been teaching other whales, including her babies. We, we learned that when we were in uh, in uh, British Columbia, that the, the the grandmother whale teaches the other whales. Yeah, yeah. This, this is science. Yeah, so she's pregnant when she first started ramming these boats, and they're saying, hey, now she's even taking her newborn calf with her as she goes into these uh, terror expeditions, right? So um, here's what I would say. I mean, you might be living in the middle of nowhere nice safe place arizona something like that you're like hey i, I live far from salt water and this is just some problem that you people on the coast yeah. have nothing to worry about that's that's you shouldn't be thinking that sharky way. now it, well here's the thing think about this one now that white gladys is teaching all the other orcas how it's done this is like caesar from planet of the apes oh it's it totally is right and and at that point no one's safe because if you think about it this way, 75% of the earth is covered in water, right? Everything we get and live off, food, fuel, our cars, whatever it is, comes across the ocean, right? You might be thinking, hey, killer whales are not my problem. But think about that. And I'm going to quote Jaws in one of our movies we've talked about, right? Hooper, he says, he goes, I think I, that I'm familiar with the fact that you are going to ignore this particular problem until it swims up and bites you in the ass. We need to wake up, people. Orca uprising's coming. Orca uprising. White Gladys, Mama's mad. Yeah. Mama, there's the movie right there. Yeah. I like it. 
So anyways, that's it's been a while. I, I don't I mean I need to I saw here. there was a sailing race and they, yeah. they they started taking out the the boats and the sailing race to totally the, disrupted the race. Yeah, took the rudder off of the boat. That was White Gladys. Oh. So it'll be one thing like sharks, I'd be like, Okay, I I gotta stay out of the water, there's sharks. Yeah. But killer whales, I'm like, they'll figure this they're out. They're too smart. They're gonna figure this yeah. out. They yeah. can figure out yeah. how to get me out of the boat. Yeah, they're gonna. They're going. A shark gets lucky and punctures an inflatable. Yeah, I'm a hundred meters. I'm orca's gonna, gonna figure out mm-hmm. how to get you in the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. the orca, no, drive drive you toward a toward where you can't escape. They yeah. know. They're smart. They're too smart. That's a terrifying story. Yeah, so yeah. Anyways, white glass. Watch out. We just read a book that had the crazy smart orcas ruling the. Oceans, we too. did actually, yeah. So maybe that's part of it. Maybe I, got I didn't know it was based in science, though. I thought yeah. it was just like a, a fantasy, fantasy zombie no, no, apocalypse type book. White, white Gladys is real. So, I mean, I know that like our wild thing today took a little darker turn than, than Doc's wild things, but you know, people need to know. And without him to explain it, I'm just left terrified, yeah. Because you know, he'd put some common sense on this or, or a science yeah. spin on it yeah. and make me feel better about it, but no. I just think basically what the orca and the sharks, to a lesser extent, but the orca are just kind of reminding everybody, hey, the ocean's ours. And what we have been warning about since our first shark beer week yeah. in 2019, that bull shark, as Rod war- sent us the message, yeah. bull sharks are the worst. Yeah. Yeah. They never listen to the rules. But no one anyways. knows that, right? They because never stay not- in their lane. But this summer, they've been having heyday on people. Yeah. And they're not they're not the pretty boys, so they don't get all the press. So people just don't right. know. They just yeah. Say, yeah. 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 So, they're not the... The, they're not the pretty boys. They're yeah. just out there doing all the mayhem. Yeah. yeah, they're not out smiling at the the you know so getting on, on people's shirts and stuff like that. But they're the ones that are taking care of business. Oh, it's good to see you this summer. We got to get another Jess for success in. People right. have been asking. That's true. They're saying you know we're trying to live our life successfully. Uh, the tips you you had hot tips for how to do it. That is true. So we'll do one of those soon. We'll, we'll we promise listeners we're coming back with a Jess for success episode two. Uh, to keep you on the right path. All right. So uh, tell me about your final thoughts on belching beavers jamming out. So I really like it a lot. Um, I'm going to go like four or five on it. I, I I really like, I like actually how light it is. Um, I think actually if it was a little jammier, I'd probably even go a little higher. Cause I, I do like a little jammy mouthfeel to, mm-hmm. to, for want of a better word there, but uh, it's pretty tasty. Yeah. Four two five for me. That's a really good beer. And I, I would definitely going to get some to, to stash away. There's a disturbing um, yeah, label bottle art. That's disturbing. It's got a, I can't do it justice by explaining it in words, but I'll try anyway. That won't stop me. It's got a, a personified Blackberry who's holding an electric guitar and licking the strings and slobbering all over the guitar. That's fair. I I can't explain it. I'll take a picture. I'll post it. There you go. Yeah. Along four, with four, two, five for me, four, five from you. Cause you, you do like the tart a little more yeah, than no, I, I like do. the tart. Um, it's just the right amount of tart anymore would be too much for me and it would, it would drop. So nicely balanced. Good job. Listeners. Thank you for spending the time with us. Remember just a moment to rate us, review us wherever you get our podcast, check us out on Instagram and Twitter. Visit our website. I like beer, the podcast.com. Do us a favor. Just go there. Click on it. It registers. Joe thinks people spent time on it. And he gets pretty excited when people visit the website. We'd love to keep drinking. Right now, we got to run. B double E double R U M beer run. B double E double R U M beer run.
man in a fiber car and a key and a sober driver. B double A double R U N. Here 